pre-roll baby this podcast is proudly brought to you by inked marketing and the inked marketing crowdfunded creator kickstarter comic for this year episode is sisterhood it's a crossover sisterhood crossover to be more precise the the sisterhood is a series of supernatural one-shots revolving around a band of former priestesses of justice they have been resurrected or now fighting to keep the world safe from human and superhuman threats says creator and writer richard boom for the fourth one shot these badass ladies are going to encounter no other then none other than the <laughs> Midnight Witch, a Brazilian created heroine who is a time witch responsible for the protection of time, struggling to find a way back through the dimensions and timelines in order to save her people. The merging of these franchises are unique, but with the Dutch powerhouse of Bad Press Online, run by Richard Boom himself, and the Brazilian hotness of creator Yonami Teles. This is one of the most intriguing new stories to enter Kickstarter in a long time. So what you do here is you go to Kickstarter and you just search Sisterhood Crossover. Coming very, very soon, brought to you by Inked Marketing. Age of Radio. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly affiliated with NSCLiveTV.com. That's No Signal Comics. NSCLiveTV.com. Find the Cheers to Comics podcast on channel 34 of NSCLiveTV.com. No Signal Comics. The best in auction action. Oh well, hello again and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne. This is episode 280. The 280th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will, in fact, be a pull list priorities. I'll be going over all of the books slated to hit your slots on the... What would it be? What would it be? The 10th? Yep, the 10th of February 2021 as well as going over all of the books that need to be ordered by the weekend for the final order cutoffs. So let's do this, man. Let's raise our glasses to the books of the future. Quite literally. Um, yeah. Yeah, how about that? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Alright, alright. Lubricated, let's do this. Let's start with the FOCs. It's usually how I do this, right? How come I suddenly forgot how to do this? It's weird. Isn't that weird? Um, yeah, no, FOCs. Now, these are the books that, you know, if you don't know what an FOC is, and I apologize to the people that have been following this podcast, I gotta hear this again. But I like to think, well, I like to know that there are new listeners every single week. So, with that being said, you know, you know I don't know if they know what a, what a final order cutoff is, you know. FOC, from the, if you're from the streets, it's FOCs. So no, no, if you don't order these books, the way FOCs work, you know, and the way the way comics work is they only print what's ordered. You don't order it, it doesn't get printed. Um, you 
if you don't order it, then the shops don't order it. You see how this this little circle works? So if you don't order the books, then you have no right to complain about paying potentially over co cover price on, you know, release day if the book happens to sell out. So that's that's the main importance of uh um, the final order cutoffs, you know, it's to protect your wallet, you know, at the same time, most of the time when you start a pull list, you know, that's, usually, that's what you're doing, you start a pull list and then you pre-order your books, um, you usually get discounted, most shops discount you, you know, I can't say all shops do, it's kind of shitty that they don't, because Diamond definitely discounts them, but, uh, for the, yeah, no, I, most of them, I'd say, it's safe to say 85% of shops you start a pull list with, you'll get some sort of savings, so, important stuff now let's just get down to it i haven't looked at this list yet so this should be interesting huh let's start like i said the focs um let's do dc focs let's do that uh now dc they do their things a little bit differently they, they release their books at a different time so they want their order cutoffs at a different time they want their stuff by sunday at the latest so, yeah, you get less time, uh, unfortunately, but it is what it is. It is what it is. So, on the FOCs this week from DC, American Vampire number er, 1976, number 6, is on there. Two covers on that one. Uh, let's see, Tula Lotte doing the variant. Oh, and Batman's coming back. But na 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 Batman. Not... Later, 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 Batman. Now, 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 Batman. <laughs> Damn it, it didn't come out right. That would have been cool, though, if I would have pulled it off. Now, 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 Batman. There. Uh, I'm not going to edit it to make it sound better, either. That's how loyal I am to uh, you. <laughs> so, yeah, Batman's coming out. Jorge Jimenez doing a wraparound variant as well. Get excited about that. Batman Catwoman. Number four. Oh, you know what I'm seeing? You know what I'm noticing about this uh, DCFOC list? Eight nyada nyada future state book on here. Not a one. Not a one. So, yeah, no, that's why the Batman 106 is coming back. We got Batman Catwoman on its fourth issue. Jim Lee and Scott Williams has a variant, and Travis Charest has a variant. Uh, Batman Oiben Legends. What is this? This is a number one. It's an $8 book. Batman may be the biggest name in Gotham City, but there are a lot of other heroes and villains who will get a turn to shine in Batman Urban Legends. A brand new monthly series, really, trying to get into the biggest events in Gotham City. The series begins with these can't-miss tales. Superstar writer Chip Zarsky. What? Yeah, and that's, that's it. That's all I gotta read. There's like another... 4,900 words to this, but it's I could stop at Chip Zarsky writing Batman. Dreams can come true. Dreams can come true. $8 a book. You know what? I don't care. I don't even care. I'll pay it. Whatever. You know how much I fucking had to fork out for all of Future State? I'll pay for... Yeah. No. I got this. I got this. What are we doing here with covers? One, two... Just... One, two, three, oh, yeah, four covers. D covers a blank cover. Cal New gets the C cover, and David Finch gets the, the B cover. It says Red Hood variant. Do I got a cover here? Nope. No image for me to see. Ooh, exciting. It's going to be a secret. Fun. An another number one from DC. Crime Syndicate number one. What is this? 
Spinning out of Dark Knight's death metal, oh boy, the multiverse is reborn, and Earth 3 with it. In the six-issue miniseries, witness the true origins of the malevolent makers of mayhem known as the Crime Syndicate, as a common foe, unites them. But how long can alliances last between villains like these? Also in this issue, it's the origin of Ultraman. What? In our special backup story drawn by superstar artist Brian Hitch. Nice. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, I mean... I'd be, I think it'd be silly not to if you follow death metal at all, right? Right? Uh, out of the Sandman universe, we're at Dreaming Waking Hours number 8, so if you're... It's never too late to jump on Sandman. You know, it's, uh... You know, you never know what this new Netflix series, especially now that they've announced a cast. You don't know that's going to do the value of these books. You don't know if, um, any of these new characters are going to pop up in this series. We don't know. So... Uh, what is this? Infinite Frontier number zero. It's a one-shot. Uh, Dan Jurgens and Mikkel Janine. Nice. The next phase of the DC Universe begins. Meow. Dark Knight's Death Metal presented the darkest threat to the multiverse. DC Future State revealed what, it, what may lie ahead. Mm-hmm. See? That's how DC throws shit against the wall to see what sticks. Now it's time to look into the infinite frontier of the current day DC universe. In Gotham City, the Joker jolts citizens awake with an attack even the Dark Knight never expected. In Brazil, a young woman discovers her destiny and her connection to the Amazons. Oh. In Belle Revive, Amanda Waller plots an invasion on Arkham Asylum in the far reaches of... You're just going to tell me everything that's going on here? I'm not going to... Uh, some shit's going on. In another place, some more shit's going down. In some more places, guess what? More stuff happening. So there you go. There you go. Well, it's a, it's a one-shot. A number zero one-shot. Okay. But, regardless, on it. Oops, and I done clicked out. Mm, see? See what happens? See what happens when you don't pay attention? Ugh, bad things. Just the worst things. The worst things you could ever imagine. Like having to fill an extra 11 seconds with nonsense talking while you found the page again. Uh, two covers on Infinite Frontier number zero. Joker, number one. You heard that correct. Joker, number one. What is this? There are four covers to start. Let's start there. Gillian March, Frank Quietly. Quitly? Quietly? Quitly. Francesco Martina? Come on. No cover to see here. Following the events of Infinite Hour number zero, the Joker is the most wanted man in the world. Oh, really? You're just going to give that away? But the Clown Prince of Crime is several steps ahead of law enforcement, as he and he is on the run overseas. Sorry, I'm not a slow reader. There's just all types of symbols in the place of letters here for some reason. James Gordon, facing retirement, realized this is the manhunt of his life and the last piece of his storied career, but what mysterious and deadly forces are also in pursuit of the Joker. And the backup story following the events of the smash hit punchline number one. So there you go. Um, yeah, you're obviously picking up Joker, right? So I'm I'm gonna be picking up the A cover and the Matina cover, no doubt. 
scheduled for early March. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Bat number two is on order this week. Uh, Rorschach number six is halfway through. Delato getting the B cover on that one. Sensational Juan de Jomas is another number one. What's going on here? Just going to reboot everything? Celebrating Wonder Woman's 80th anniversary, Sensational Wonder Woman will explore everything that makes Wonder Woman and the, sensa- the sensational hero she is. During a battle with Dr. Psycho, Wonder Woman sacrifices herself to stop the villain, only to be hit with the psychic blast that traps her in an alternate reality. With the help of Hot Girl, Wonder Woman has to remember who she is before it's too late. Uh, well, it's written by Stephanie Phillips, so it's probably going to be really, really good. And uh, well, I don't have a cover here, but I can see that it's done by Yasmin Putri. So, I mean, there's two reasons to get the book. Other than the fact that it just kind of, once again, told you a, a huge chunk of what's happening. But what are you going to do? Uh, what? Suicide Squad's relaunching. Suicide Squad number one. Things have changed for Task Force X. As Peacemaker takes over as field leader, there will be no more avenging or defending for the government. Top secret task force of killers, thieves, and criminals. Amanda Waller, now back in control of the Suicide Squad, sends a new squad into Arkham Asylum to recruit a deadly Court of Owls assassin, Talon, while she interviews another new candidate, Superboy. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, who's doing this? It doesn't say who's doing this. That's... Uh, I need to know who's doing this book. This sounds incredible. God, if only it were Tom Taylor. But Tom Taylor's gonna be doing Nightwings, so... Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's, that sounds absolutely amazing, though. And Gerard Perel getting the B cover on Suicide Squad. Once again, DC just taking all of my money this week. Superman on his 29th issue. John Timms getting a wraparound variant. Superman Red and Blue, number one of a six-part miniseries. One, two, three. Three covers on this one. Lee Bermejo getting a B variant. And Yoshitaka Amano on the C. What's, uh, what's this all about here? This new series presents fresh new visions of the Man of Steel and his two signature colors of red and blue. Around the world, everyone knows that when they see red and blue streak in the sky, it's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Mad Max Superman. To start things off, Academy Award winning... Okay, yeah, the guy that did um, Next Batman, John Ridley, is doing some stuff. and then so, Okay, so it's another Superman series. Miniseries. Right on, right on, okay. Uh, I probably won't pick it up. Nope. Uh, Swamp Thing... Number one of a ten-part maxi-series, and Francesco Martinez getting the B-variant. Oh, life is good, y'all. Life is good. Sweet Tooth, The Return, on its fifth of six issues, due to be ordered by the weekend. It's never too late. Never too late. Save money while you can. And Wonder Woman, back on its ongoing number 770. So there you go. Those are all the DC books due to be ordered by Sunday at the absolute latest. If you don't, you have no right to bitch. No right to bitch. But if for some reason you you miss something or you forget something, then, um, well, well, then go to Hooked on Comics. 
Hooked on Comics on Facebook. Uh, and on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time is their pre-sale show, and you get another shot at getting these books for cover price. Shipped quick and fast and super safe. They're never going to give you a beat-up, screwed-up eBay book or um, give you the bottom-of-the-barrel shit like Midtown does. Um, nope. Hooked on Comics. Find them Tuesdays, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, also on nsclivetv.com in the channel guide, channel 3. So, hey, how's that for a little um, unprovoked shout-out? But I, I, I go to them all the time when I accidentally miss stuff. It happens, it, it happens. But if you don't have a pull list at all and you're pre-ordering nada, then shame on you. shame on you. So all the other stuff due to be ordered by the weekend, uh, you know, according to Diamond, Monday at the latest, that's when the shops have to put in their orders by Monday. Um, but yeah, no, just know that uh, um, the weekend is the best time. It's the best time. So let's start with Vault Comics. Couple of things, no, just one. Giga number three is on the pre-order list this week. Two covers on that one. Adam, is that Adam Gorham? Yep, Adam Gorham. Getting the B variant. Nice, nice. Uh, that's it from Vault. It's kind of looking like it could be a small week. We'll see. From Source Point. Oh, you're going to want that Cult of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Cult of Dracula, number one. Um, released through Source Point. Check it out. So originally this book was supposed to be through Second Sight. Some shit went down. I'm going to have Richard... Davis back on the podcast to talk about all that again, hopefully here soon. Um, but I got the uh, the original Second Sight publishing and all the variants and all that stuff, so yeah, that stuff could be worth a fortune eventually, because this book is going to be incredible. It really is. So make sure you get both the A and the B cover on this one. This is the my, my most speculated upon indie book of the week. If you follow the podcast, the Wednesday highlights, I try to, you know, when I talk about the speculation section, I say, hey, what's going to be the, the indie book that could potentially be the next big thing? Um, the, I, I think Cult of Dracula this week might be that one. Might be that one. Uh, carrying on from Source Point Press, anything from Oni? Wow, it looks like a whole lot, a whole lot of the same thing. <laughs> Jana, Jana, the Unpossible Monsters. Oh, and the Unpossible Monsters. Number one, what be this? Chris Samney oh, and Laura Samney. Hmm. Don't miss the brand new original series. Rainbow has been searching for her sister Jana for a year. The last time she saw Jana was also the first time she saw one of the monsters that now roam the planet. They're big, ugly, and dangerous creatures driving humanity to the brink of extinction. Though there isn't much hope for survival out in the wild, Rainbow knows that her sister is out there somewhere, and she'll do anything to find her. Uh, well, it doesn't say it's all ages. It actually kind of seems pretty neat. I mean, I like Chris Samney a lot, so that's, I mean, boom. Follow the creators you know, right? Uh, there are one, two, three, four, five different covers on this one. There's a one in fifteen incentive variant um, as well. No, I take that back. There's a one in ten and a one in fifteen, and then an A, a B, and a D. So there you go. There you go. Um, and then also Rick and Morty presents Jerry Burry number one. God knows what this could be. Um, two covers on that one, and then Rick and Morty, Worlds Apart. 
number two, two covers on that one. So all types of Rick and Morty stuff still coming out from Oni Press. So there you go. If you're a Rick and Morty fan, rejoice. Because there's plenty of stuff to read in between seasons of stuff. Um, anything from Aftershock this week? A couple things from Aftershock this week on the uh, FOC. We've got Miles to Go, number four. And Undone by Blood, Other Side of Eden, number one. So Undone by Blood is possibly, I mean, Norman Reedus wants on it. Whether or not he's going to star in it is a whole other thing, but it sounds like he kind of picked it up somehow. He's going to be tied to it somehow. Um, definitely a series that should be checked out. Uh, I, I had Lonnie, or yeah, I had Lonnie Nadler on the podcast. Seems like an eternity ago, but it was probably less than a year ago. And yeah, man, so congratulations to him on all that. But we got another spinoff series here. And when a book gets picked up, you never know, man. You never know. Uh, no one really saw the boys as a thing right off the bat. Uh, all right, let's keep this going. Is there anything from Dynamite that's not smutty? Uh, no, yeah, we, we got some James Bond. I like James Bond. James Bond, Agent of Spectre, number one. So there you go. Looks like just one cover there, and then a $50 cover of the same thing, just with less words on it. Ridiculous what Dynamite does to make money. Whatever. To each their own. That's their business model. I don't have to buy into it. IDW. From IDW, we got Comic Book History of Animation on its fourth issue. There you go. There you go. Dungeons and Dragons. Spine of the World on its fourth issue. There's an action figure variant on that one. So if you collect that type of stuff, pre order, pre order, pre order. Captain Marvel from Marvel Action. Uh, number one, there you go. Uh, Cap- Marvel Action Spider-Man, number one. You never know with these Marvel Action books. You never know. Um, I don't usually buy into them, but shit. If I find out that you know between now and the next few hours when I put in my pull list, that there's something potentially to this, then yeah, I'll get it. But if not, then whoopsies. Hopefully Hooked on Comics has it. Mm-hmm. CSROs going on its fourth issue. I just had Rich Duick on the podcast. You're going to want this. You're going to want this series. This one's an easy pickup for sure. Um, Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Yep, the other kind of High Republic. Uh, yeah, first appearances have popped up in the first issue. Yeah, no, are they gaining the type of popularity that the, the, the Marvel series is? No. Does that mean that they never will? <laughs> no. Uh yes, I have I am signed up for two copies ongoing on this Star Wars High Republic Adventure series, as well as the Marvel one as well, but did I say as well twice? You know what I mean. But yeah, no there there, there you go. I, I I suggest you get on it. Uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Jenica Chapter Two Number Five. Mm-hmm. Just one cover there. Uh, Last Ronin, number one, has a director's cut for 11 bucks, But that's a sweet Kevin Eastman cover, I'm not going to lie. Transformers, number 28. Two covers on that one. Transformers, 84. <laughs> Legends and Rumors, 100-page, one-shot giant. $8 on that one. Transformers Beast Wars number two. I'm so fucking pumped for Beast Wars. I haven't read my copy yet. I, you know, I barely got my books not too long ago. 
Um, but uh, it's it's right there at the top of the list. <laughs> I'm so excited for this series. I hope it's so good. I do. And there's two covers on that one. So IDW is bringing in, bringing bringing it again this week. Hadcore, yeah. Uh, Dark Horse Comics. Looks like we got some Dark Horse Comics. Avatar The Next Shadow. Number three. Trying to keep Avatar relevant. Dead Dog's Bite. Number one of a little four-parter from Tyler Boss. Uh, I just... I'm going to go ahead and say... (laughs) Sounds like something we should probably get on. It's been three days and no one has seen... Hide nor hair of Cormac Guffin. The police have nothing, and the townsfolk are act- townsfolks are acting more like a funeral procession than a search party. If Cormac has any hope of being found, it rests on the slouching shoulders of a best friend, Joe. Joe will find her wits about her, though, because, like any story worth hearing, nothing is what it seems. There you go. I have. I don't know. I just I got a good feeling about it. Got a good feeling. Fear Case on its second issue of a little four-part miniseries. Two covers on that one to be ordered by the weekend. And then Overwatch. Overwatch, uh, Tracer, London, London, London Calling, number four. Two covers. And then to wrap up the indie comics, we have from Image. Looks like, uh, all right, we have Firepower. Whew, looks like not a lot. Firepower, number nine. So if you're in that series, there you go. But once again, if you haven't started it yet, it's never too late. But with this series, you're going to want to do some some pre-reading. Uh, take my word for it. Um, now, from Image, we got a number one here. This is interesting. Noctera, one, two, three, four, five covers, six covers on this. There's a glow-in-the-dark variant, a blank variant, a Capullo variant. A boss logic variant and a jock variant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then a Tony Daniel and Tomal Moray A cover. Jeez, they really sold me on all those. Full throttle dark. Part one, ten years after the world is plunged into an everlasting night that turns all living creatures into monstrous shades. The only way to survive is to stay close to artificial light. Enter Valentina Val Riggs, a skilled ferryman who transports people and goods along deadly unlit roads with her heavenly, heavily <laughs> illuminated 18-wheeler. That actually sounds pretty gnarly. She doesn't look like a trucker, I tell you what, Brasha. Kind of looks like all them ninja ladies. Ninja ladies. But, uh, I'm so down with this. <laughs> cool as shit, I'm not gonna lie. All of these covers. Which one do you pick? Mm, kind of like the A cover, I'm not gonna lie. And then we also have Unearth on its 10th issue. But guess what? So is The Walking Dead. Walking Dead Deluxe on its 10th issue. Three covers on that one. And that's all for the indies. Indies are by far the most important thing. Um, when it comes to pre-ordering books, there's a better chance that your shop's going to carry the, the Marvel and the DC stuff. But the indies, that's that's where it's at. That's really where it's at. That's where you're going to pay out the ass for books that get super, super hot immediately. You know, once people on that Wednesday, you know, by 4 o'clock in the afternoon, next thing you know, people are like, holy shit, this book's a shit. And then boom. 
$20 a copy. And then you gotta wait for the second print to come out. Ugh. 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 So just pre-order your books. If you have a hunch about something, just do it. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't turn out so great. More than likely, if you have a hunch about it, it's probably gonna be worth your time. Now let's wrap it all up with Marvel. Marvel Comics due to be ordered by the weekend. Or the 8th if you're super precise. Um, let's see here. What? Is, what? America Chavez made in the USA. Number one of a five-parter. Yep, three covers on that one. Why so many covers? But yeah, no, okay, they're going to try to make America Chavez relevant because I'm pretty sure they're going to bring her into the MCU one way or another here very, very soon. Very soon. If not, like, this phase. Uh, Avengers on its 43rd issue. Yes, 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 yes. This is, oh, and that Alex Ross Timeless variant's badass. It's got the old Vision on there. You know, you know. A little oozy stone and all. (laughs) Anybody else fucking see that shit? That fucking dumbass with that goddamn stone in his head walking around looking like a goddamn android and shit. That ugly motherfucker. Avengers number 43, Ant-Man and Wasp. Oh, okay, two-tone. All right, right, we got a whole bunch of Avengers number 43. That's what I'm seeing here. One, two, three, four, five covers total. But there's also a Women's History Month. Is that March? Is that March or something? Is March Women's History Month? Is that bad that I don't know that? Is that a new thing? Fuck. Well, it is at Marvel, at least, for this month. Um, Yeah, no, Jen Bartel is doing a bunch of pretty badass covers here. Um, she, she Hulk on this one. And we got Avengers Mech Strike number two on the FOC this week. Two covers on that one. Uh, Deadpool Nerdy 30, number one. What is this? 30 years of Deadpool or something? Various and various cover by Ed McGinnis. All right. Yeah, it's 30 years of Deadpool. Right, right on. Ugh. Hopefully there's no Lee Field in there. I guy can't write Deadpool to save his life. There is a Leafield cover, though, of course. One, two, three covers total, though. That's all. That's all. <sighs> um, Demon Days, X-Men. Oh, yeah, this is that Momoko stuff. And then there's an Art Germ variant as well. Yeah, this is yeah, this is all Momoko. Story, art, and cover. Um, from Stormbreaker, Peach Momoko. Oh, Stormbreaker? What? Uh, pfft. Yeah, a wandering swordsman with his psychic blade arrives at a village that's being targeted by demons. One demon is black and white with a terrifying red tongue, and another may be the strongest demon there is. In the stunning kickoff issue of this prestige quarterly story, you'll see a revolutionary imagination of the Marvel Universe that could only come from Peach Momoko's. Ready your katana and enter a mysterious world of demons, monsters, mutants, and magic. Yeah, book one of five. And quarterly, because quarters come in fives, quarters come in five. Jesus fucking Christ. <sighs> yep. Um, Ask me how I feel about Momoko's. 
Well, honestly, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I, do I think she's terrible? No, no. Um, do I think that she deserves all the accolades that she's getting? Well, fans, fans speak for themselves. If the majority says the yes, then I guess so. Um, my personal opinion? kind of kind of Lee Fieldish in a way. I mean, way better than Lee Field, but mm, a lot of things get looked past. Has she done some amazing art? Absolutely. I do have a couple of Momokos on my wall. But a couple, considering that she puts out... Well, there's like 7 to 10 Momoko covers every week now. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So with that being rushed, yeah, her flaws are starting to show. And Hmm. I mean, do I really... And now she's... <laughs> now an ongoing series? Yeah, it's only quarterly, but still it's prestige. So, But it's only 5 bucks. so is it actually oversized? I don't know. I don't know. I can't see it being more than like 36 pages tops. We'll see. We'll see. Am I going to pick it up? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, do I have a lot of faith in it? Mm, yet so much. Yet so much. Archer's got a cool variant. Uh, and, ooh, there's a Mark Brooks variant that I don't have an image of, but that's Mark Brooks, so it's probably going to be super good. Then there's a Giaruhu variant. Uh, that kind of looks Samurai Jackish, but if it were super manga. Nope, nope, zooming in, that's not Samurai Jackish at all. That's just, uh, its own thing. Uh, <laughs> looks like Lionel Francis U has a variant, that's neat. On with the Hellions, number 10. There you go there, order that by Monday. Captain America, King in Black, number 1. So yeah, a little tie-in there, obviously. Uh, King in Black, Captain America, Avengers, Mech Strike. What the fuck? How many things are going on here? A mech Strike variant for that? I don't know. Something's mixed up here. Something's mixed up. Then there's a Black History Month variant on that as well. Was the old Falcon? It's fucking beautiful. I love that. That is a great cover. Um, and then another Guise cover. It's a lot of covers for that. Well, I mean four, but still. A lot for a one-shot tie-in. Uh, Gwen vs. Carnage wrapping up with its third issue. It's a super popular series. I think you're going to want to get on that one. It's never too late to get on it. It's never too late on this one. Two covers to choose from. King and Black Thunderbolts on its third issue. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite tie-in so far. Two covers. King and Black Wiccan Hulkling, number one. Didn't see that coming. Two covers there. Three covers. My bad. Oh, and Momoko. Momoko. Getting the variant. Uh, Non-Stop Spider-Man. Number one. I don't know what this is. Let's find out. I heard about it. Joe Kelly, Chris Pichalo, Dale Eaglesham. <laughs> Check out that. Must opt in to party to receive party-related promo material and party-related variants. Please see future Marvel mailers and Diamond Daily stories for more info. Cool. So that's what it says about this. <laughs> <laughs> Mark one for the fucking uh, diamond. Uh, of course, there's going to be a shit ton of variants. That's where the majority of this page is at. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six variants. Blank variant, a LaRoque La variant, a Lashley variant, a Bachalo variant, and an Alex Ross variant. I really don't know what this is. 
Oh, okay, here's something. Get ready for the most action-packed, pulse-pounding, adrenaline-pumping comic at all time. As the name implies, once you read page one, panel one, Spider-Man does not stop. A mystery at Empire State University thrusts Spider-Man into an adventure that starts up in midtown Manhattan, and while will take him around the world, pitting him against Marvel Universe villains, old and new, and give you Spider-Man adventure. Mm-hmm. The likes of which you've never seen. I like it. I like it. Yeah, total, total, total score on that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna probably get a couple, to be honest. I think that's a wise move. That's just me, though. What do I know? What do I know? I mean, it says villains the likes we've never, to which we've never seen. So that would be new villains, right? I mean, that's I don't know. <laughs> power pack, power pack number four, to be more precise. Just one cover on that one. Runaways on its 34th issue. Looks like there's actually getting two, 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 two variants on Runaways. And then lastly, to wrap things up, we got some Star Wars High Republic. First of all, Star Wars High Republic number two, second printing. Probably going to want it because, you know, it is the first appearance of the Nile. And, yeah, um, second print. We, we saw what happened with the second printing of the first issue. Probably going to be the same thing. Maybe not to the same extent, but probably going to be selling over cover price. And then Star Wars High Republic number three. Definitely. Um, just get on this series. Get on it. This is, you know, the, the past Star Wars, but it's also the future of Star Wars as well, if you will. Um, will there be some new appearances? Possibly. Who knows? Who knows? Possibly not. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't pick it up. Doesn't mean that at all. So uh, there you go. Those are the FOCs. I cannot stress enough the importance of that. You have no right to bitch if you don't pre-order your books. That's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. Once again, the book that I really think everybody should definitely jump on and order as many of uh, as you can is Cult of Dracula. I just I know this book's going to be a fucking smash hit. A smash hit. So there you go. Um, I am going to take a quick breaky-poo, and I will be back shortly to talk about the book slated to hit your slots next Wednesday, February number 10th. Yep. Hello, I am Christy. And I'm Leighton. And together we are a new podcast on whiskey tasting called Married, Married Mash. Mash, where we discuss life, family, and pretty much anything. Yep, and Layton brings a new whiskey for me to try. Will we clink it? Or will we sink it? Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And remember, always drink responsibly. Indeed. All right, I have returned, as promised, to talk about the books coming out February 10th-ish. Because if we're talking DC, we're talking like the 9th, depending on your shop and how they release their books, because DC allows their books to be released on Tuesday and have to be different. So, we'll call it Twinsday. Whatever it is, it's New Comic Book Day, whatever day that is. <clears throat> so, here we go. DC books coming out next week. Uh, from Snyder, American Vampire 1976, from the Black Labels. Um, number nine, or number five. Where did I get nine from? Uh, yeah, there you go. DC Love is a Battlefield, number one. 
Uh, it's going to be a 80-page giant, so it's probably going to be a $10 book and, you know, Valentine's Day and stuff, right? Valentine's Day, everybody's favorite day in comics. Yeah. Future State Dark Detective on its third issue. Um, that's a series that I'm very much looking forward to getting into now that I have all my DC books. Future State Green Lantern on its second issue. Future State Justice League number two, another one that I will be checking out. Uh, Kara Zor-El Super Huama from Future State number two. Uh, Future State Robin Eternal number two. Um, I am I will be missing number one, unfortunately. That's an ultra bummer. I'm gonna have to go to the uh, the secondhand market to pick up my number one because, like I said, if you've been following this podcast, my shop had uh, a little ugh, fuck up, if you will, with Lunar on their first week taking on the world. And uh, my shop got shorted books three weeks straight, but when it came time to actually put the orders together, of course, the hot books like Robin Eternal and Teen Titans and all that stuff were unavailable. So, bugger. Um, But I'll have number two. I'll have number two. Better, at least. And then Future State Superman Wonder Woman. And Future State Teen Titans number two. So, oh yeah. Second appearance of Red X. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Rorschach at number five coming out. Some Tom Taylor action. Uh, let's see here. What is that? Sensational Wonder Woman number six. Oh, that's a digital. I knew it. You tricked me. You tried. Damn it. You got me to say a digital first. Uh... <laughs> I know I could say comics are comics, but I'm trying to support the the the, the floppy medium still. Uh, from Black Label, Sweet Tooth, The Return from Jeff Lemire on its fourth issue of a six-part miniseries. We got Green Lantern Season 2, issue number 11. Uh, from the Sandman Universe, Books of Magic on its... Nope, that is a graphic novel. There you go. There you go. I think that's it, actually. Yep, that's all the books coming out next week from old DC. So there you go. I hope you pre-ordered. I hope you pre-ordered. Now, let's talk about the rest of the world. All right, let's talk about these books coming out next week. Uh, starting with Vault Comics. Vault Comics coming out on Wednesday. We've got Devil's Red Bride, number five. Two covers on that one. Then we have one of my favorite series uh, going on right now. It's <laughs> oh, I'm loving Heavy. Heavy number five. Two covers on that one. Uh, what else do we have here? I Walk With Monsters coming out with its third issue. There you go. I checked out that series and uh, thought it was fine. It just wasn't really on the lines of something that I would read weekly. It's more of like a trade weight for me type of book. But that's just me. Um, and then Wasted Space number 19. Lots of books coming out from Vault next week. And then we've got Old Valiant. Oh, never mind. No Valiant. Er, anything from Titan? Yeah, if you're a Whovian, Doctor Who, comics number four. Three covers on that one. Uh, Scout? Scout comics? Oh yeah, you bet your damn ass there's some Scout comics coming out. We've got Children of the Grave, number two. Then we've got the Recount, number one, second printing. 
You know, I don't always, you know, shout out the second printings, but this is a second printing that you're gonna want. Because the scout is on the rise and the recount is just it's 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 gonna be one of their golden books, I'm telling ya. I'm telling ya. I don't know anything though. I don't know a damn thing. And then we have Glarian. White Ash presents Glarian. It's a little one-shot. Glarian is an incredible character that's, you know, spun out of White Ash, which is another series that, uh, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's the shit. It's the shit you're going to want in it. And then we've got uh, from Oni Press. Oni Press coming out next week. we got Vane. Vane number five. It's about vampires and stuff. Uh, any Mad Cave, a little bit of Mad Cave, Honor and Curse number eight, and Knights of the Golden Sun number ten. Ask me about those books, and I won't be able to tell you anything. Uh, <laughs> I'm just not reading them at all. Any of the Keen Spot, a little bit of Keen Spot, Junior High Horrors, Strangest Thingies number one. Oh jeez, I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely an homage cover to Stranger Things, but this is Strangest Thingies. Oh boy. I like it. I like it. Two covers there. Uh, moving ahead. Albatross? Oh, Albatross. Anything from Albatross? A little bit of Albatross. We've got King Tank Girl. Number three of a little five-parter. Uh, there's a there's a cardstock variant on that one. So there you go. If you're reading King Tank Girl, I love it when Albatross puts out a book, man. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Uh, from Ahoy Comics, we have Happy Hour number four. Oh yeah, drunkenness, drunkenness. Nuff said. I think from Aftershock, a little bit of Aftershock. We've got Knock 'Em Dead number three. <laughs> Red Atlantis number four. And <laughs> quite possibly uh, the hit series of the year, Scout's Honor, issue number two. If you didn't read Scout's Honor number one, do it. Do it while you could still get it. If you can still get it, can you still get it? I don't know. Is it sold out? I bet it's sold out. I can't say that for sure, but I would imagine so. Regardless, track it down. Um, it's It's worth whatever amount of... The, the the price tag is on it, and then yeah, make sure you 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 pick up number two as well, and then add it to your goddamn pull list. I think from a blaze, uh, gung ho sexy beast number two for covers on that one. So there you go. What is it? I don't know. No aardvark this week. How about boom? No boom. Not a boom. Not a boom. At all. Wow. That's rare. Um, your classic smut from Dynamite. Yep, yep. All types of boobs. How do you like your boobs? I got all of them. Jesus Christ. It's, it's amazing what they do to stay in business. I'm telling you. And then they'll put out like a boy's book. You know, like an actual real comic book. I'm not saying Red Sony isn't a real comic book. I'm just saying that the way that they market the book to actually be able to sell... The, the the book to allow to 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 really <laughs> allow it to keep going is by putting out 67 covers through every single issue attacking completionists and art collectors more than necessarily readers because they know that they can't get people to if they just put out one cover a week on a series they get canceled they know that 
They know that. It's just dynamite doesn't do Red Sonia proper. That's all. There, I said it. I said it. I'm not saying it's bad. No, nothing against the creators. I'm just saying dynamite doesn't do it right. Boom. <laughs> no pun. IDW. IDW, we have G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Number 278. Two covers on that one. I take that back. Nope. Yep. Just two. Then we have G.I. Joe, a real American hero. Yearbook. Number one. Um, so, yeah, just a little one shot there. That's how those yearbooks work. And there you go. There you go, G.I. Joe stuff. Then we got a little Goosebumps, uh, Secrets of the Swamp, wrapping up with its fifth issue. Uh, Judge Dread, False Witness, wrapping up with its fourth issue coming out next week. Scarant Hood, number four. I can't wait to read this one in trade. I I, I think it's going to be... <laughs> I think this one's going to be cool. I'm not going to lie. Star Trek Voyager. Seven's Reckoning, number four of a little four-part miniseries. You got your little photo variant there. Who, who is it? Uh, I don't know who that guy is. Um, Star Trek. If you do, though, get excited. It's your week. Uh, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is ongoing with its 114th issue, and I bet this one's a doozy, too. Super key issue? Eh, probably not. Um, is it going to be a great read? I uh, I very I, I I would bet money on it. Sophie Campbell's back on it, and uh, she signed on for even more. It's good times, good times for Toitles. And then there's an Eastman variant on that as well. And then to wrap up at W, we have Transformers Escape, number two of a little five-part miniseries, two covers on that one. And that's all at IDW. In Dark Horse books, looks as though. Well, we've got Black Hammer Visions, number one. Did I get this one? I think so. I think so. It was an eight-part miniseries, though. Uh, three covers on that one. And if you're a uh, Critical Role fan, Box Machina Origins 3, number one. Yep, another miniseries coming out from Critical Role. Uh, Fear Case, nope, that's the second printing. But yeah, Fear Case number one's coming out with the second printing. Uh, Norse Mythology on its fifth issue from Neil Gaiman. Two covers on that one. National Anthem, True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys with its fifth issue of a little six-part miniseries. And uh, three covers on that to wrap up Dark Horse. And then lastly, from the indies coming out next week, we have Image. Image Comics, we have Birthright, number 46. Mm-hmm. We got Bliss, number five. Man, it's been a while since we've seen Bliss. It's a good thing I chose to trade weight this one. I mean, I have it on the pull list, but as far as, you know, reading it right away, waiting for all eight issues to come out. Uh, Commanders in Crisis, same thing. It's fifth issue this week of a 12-part maxi-series. It's on the pull list. I'm not dropping it anytime soon, but yeah, yeah. Uh, haha, number one. Uh, second printing. I uh, think you're gonna want it. Think you're gonna want it. Homesick Pilots still seems to be pretty popular. Um, third issue coming out. Three covers to choose from. Kickass Voices Hit Goyle. Uh, number four of a little five-part mini. Two covers on that. Low number twenty-six. Three covers on that. Three covers on a low book. That's a crazy. Uh, Radiant Black, number one. Oh, 
Always wanted number one from Image, right? Uh, Kyle Higgins? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For fans of Invincible and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comes a brand new ongoing series from acclaimed writer Kyle Higgins. Yeah, no, totally. I really hope that I signed up for that. I'm going to have to... I, I, something, I have a gut feeling I'm going to have to go to Hooked on Comics for that one. And then lastly, from the indies coming out next week, we have Undiscovered Country, number 12. So, yeah, another series that people are just dead set that will become uh, a massive hit TV series, because I feel like that's kind of what it's written for, but there you go. Now to wrap this baby up, let's talk Marvel. Marvel Comics coming out next week. We hey over. Amazing Spider-Man number 59. Yep, yep, that, that that's still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, goddamn, we need some new creators on this one. I'm sorry, I just don't like this story. Um, or this 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 creative team on this character as well. It's not like this team. I just don't like this team on this character. That's all. Uh, Daredevil on its 27th issue. Get on it. Uh, Eternals carrying on with its second issue, three covers. Um, I don't know what the fuck I read in the first issue of Eternals, but that's because that was my first time ever reading Eternals. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, I'm going to just keep at it, and hopefully I get something out of it before the, the movie comes out, if it ever comes out, and then maybe I have a little bit of reference to, to cross over with. We'll see. Um, Excalibur on its 18th issue this Wednesday. Fantastic Four on its 29th issue. Uh, let's see here. Lots of King and Black stuff. It looks like King and Black, Black Panther, number one. Uh, two covers. Uh, King and Black Thunderbolts, number two. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my favorite tie-in series so far. It's Matthew Rosenberg, so maybe I'm biased. I don't know. Um, but this 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 <laughs> Thunderbolts team's fucking rad. Uh, Morbius, Bond, O Blood. Yep, they're still trying to remember us that Morbius is a thing. Uh, <laughs> remember, you know, did you guys remember there's a movie coming up? Uh, I forgot. Uh, Power Pack number three. Oh man, Darth Vader number ten. So apparently this is the first appearance of. Oh, shit, will it say in the description? Narcarshifla. Mm, uh, Epsilon, uh, fuck, what's the name of the goddamn place? Uh, but whatever, it's the first time, yeah, it's the, f this is gonna be a deal. Not a big deal, not a small deal, just a deal. Regardless, it's gonna be a damn good issue, because that's what this series has been. Um, Star Wars High Republic, third printing, probably wanted that one. Uh, Sword, number three, uh, looks like that's tying into King and Black. Uh, Taskmaster, number three. Um, yeah, if I can, once again, trying to remind us that Taskmaster, Black, Black Widow, yada, yada, yada. Uh, Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood on its third issue of a little four-part mini-series of mini-stories. Digging it. And to wrap up this mad fucking podcast, uh, lastly from Marvel, we've got X-Force, number 17, which is an incredible series, and I highly suggest that you get on it. It could possibly be the best uh, mutant book out there right now. I don't know. So there you go. Those are the polis priorities. Those are the books coming out the 10th and the books that will be coming out in the future that you have to pre-order by the weekend on the FOCs. So 
Um, as always, thank you for tuning in. Remember, head on over to Patreon. I have an abundance of raw new creator interviews that are up um, that only Patreons can get in the way that it is on Patreon. Or only patrons can get. I always say that wrong. But yeah, head on over to Patreon. I'm telling you, it's 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 very much worth your while now. Well, it always has been, but more so than ever. Um, and then leave five-star reviews on iTunes, because that's, that's what you do when you like a podcast. That's how you make sure the podcasts grow. You leave those five-star re- reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, as always, shout-out to Inked Marketing, NSC Live TV, The Geek Collective Network, uh, hashtag the Apocalypse on Twitter and uh, Podchaser. If you don't know, it's just hashtag the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse, only there's a D instead of a C. Find it, love it. If you love podcasts, it's all of the different types of podcasts out there. I'm telling you. Um, after this one, there's there's oh, after you're done listening to this, I'm telling you, just hashtag the apocalypse. You'll be blown away. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Start a pull list, save a bunch of money, pre-order your books, stay safe, read responsibly. Cheers, ya fuckers. Ah, uh, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast.